everyone agrees, bacon makes everything better. Even marketing. This is the Bacon Podcast, where you'll learn to cure your marketing. And make your business. I can't believe I said that. Internet marketing. Online marketing. Social media tips and techniques. Now, to help you bring more bacon home, the master of marketing sizzle, Brian Basilico. This is the Bacon Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. I've got another incredible repeat guest. Her name is Kathy Demers, and she was actually on way back yonder in 2015, episode 47. And Kathy is actually one of the people I worked with as a coach, and she really helped me get my sales mindset really super, super clear. She helped me a lot with that. So, Kathy, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Brian. I'm so glad to be here being interviewed by you for a change. You've been on my program as well. And to see the wonderful things that you've been doing and the success that you've managed to have. So, congratulations. Thank you so much. And I owe a lot of that to you. I mean, you really helped me get over the sales mindset, which I thought was just uber important because that was mm. one of my stumbling blocks, one of my mindset issues. And so, this is a huge help, and I'm really looking forward to getting together with you again and talking about sales and marketing and all those kind of things. We're primarily going to talk about business success strategies today. So if you want to learn more about Kathy's origin story, go back to episode 47. And so today, Kathy, we're going to talk about how you transition from being so much of a business coach to now you have this businesssuccess.com platform. Tell me how that transition happened. Oh, that's that's a bit of a long story. So I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version and make it quite short. I've been running the Business Success Cafe, which is a weekly interview program. It's not quite a podcast. It's a little bit different. You've been a guest a few times. And it's called the Business Success Cafe. And a few months ago, I acquired the domain name businesssuccess.com and decided to bring the Business Success Cafe under that umbrella. It just made sense. So that's the logistics. But as you know, running a business is more than just having a nice domain name and a you know swishy looking logo. There's a lot more to it than that. And one of the things that I took a look at with the business is that I, I wanted something that was a couple of things. One was a lot more scalable than most coaching businesses are, although there's a lot of scalable things you can do within a coaching business, and hopefully people are looking at doing that. But also, I wanted to be building an asset um, with a, a, a more well-defined exit strategy, if you will. So I transitioned away from coaching uh, into putting all of my energies and efforts into building the business success dot com site the business success.com brand and all of the assets underneath it now i will say something about that and that is that building a, a brand and a scalable business outside of trading your time for dollars requires some effort and some investment usually of time and money so it's not something that i would recommend to people necessarily who are struggling to you know pay the bills brian you know what i'm talking about right? Um, because there are other ways to keep the cash flow coming in uh, while you're building this asset. So for me, I was sort of building an asset part-time and I've really switched to doing it full-time and made a significant investment in businesssuccess.com. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And I get the whole concept of trying to build an asset over trying to do repetitive income. Cause I mean, you know, chasing hours for dollars is always a struggle and having something solid that you can turn around and sell is fantastic. 
So let's dig into some of the strategies that you've started to create to help business people become more successful. Because obviously you're in the business of business success, right? So that's, Absolutely. that's, that's what you do. So what are some of the key things that people need to think about when it comes to trying to create a successful business? Well, I think there's, there's three main strategies slash mindsets that I'd really like to share. This has worked particularly well for me and it's worked very well for my clients and other business owners and entrepreneurs that I know. But I want to talk about them a little bit differently than I think some people may have heard them before. And the number one strategy is focus. Focus, focus, focus. I don't know about you, but well, I, I do know a little bit about you. You're just like the rest of us small business owners, Brian, in that the opportunities to read things, learn things, uh, engage with people on social media and all the rest of it, it, it's wonderful. It's absolutely been a huge boon to our business. I can't imagine what it would be like to try and run a business without these tools. But the downside is that they can really dilute our focus. And yes. this is a problem for people who are highly focused like me. I can't imagine for those people who, for who focus has always been a, a bit of a challenge. So for people who really want to be successful in business, it's really important to find ways to not just avoid the bright, shiny object syndrome, I know for me, if I get on Facebook, I'm going down rabbit holes because it's just endlessly interesting. <laughs> There's lots of things to do. But I think if we had a way that would allow us to more naturally, without huge amounts of effort and willpower, to more naturally stay focused on the important things in our business, I, I, I think that would be really key. So I want to share a strategy to help people do that today. Does, does that sound good? Yeah, that's perfect. And uh, boy, talk about focus. I mean, I, and I talk about this all the time. I have what's called DDA, which is ADD and dyslexia. It's like squirrel, you know, it's like I constantly, oh. it's so easy to get, you know, unfocused. And I am, you know, most people don't know this about me, but I'm just like Mr. To-do list. I've got five written to-do lists on my desk and they end eventually get translated to the computer just to try to keep that focus. So, And, and so we end up uh, doing a lot of uh, willpower. Uh, and I and often, you know, beating ourselves up at the end of the day for for lack of progress, but we seem to be really busy. So the, the number one strategy that I have around focus is something I, I'm, I'm going to explain it really, really briefly. And, and that is that when you're really clear about what it is you want to accomplish overall in your business and you set it out in such a way that it can be counted, uh, then what you can do is basically through the process of counting things have this natural focus. So I call it measure what you treasure, measure what you treasure, because you get what you count. And so, for example, if one of the things that you're looking for, let's say it's more podcast listeners, that might be something that you want. And it's very countable. You know how many downloads or visits you might yep. have on your webpage or whatever it is. And mm -hmm. so what, what you can do is every day, at the beginning of the day, I recommend you do at the beginning of the day, is write down the number of listeners you have. So it could be cumulative, like to date, or it could be this month or whatever the number is. It's not that the number's not that important. But what I would do is every day write it down. You can write it down on a whiteboard. I use one of those big uh, paper calendar uh, sheets that's on my on a wall. And so I just write it down. 
You might have uh, gross profit. That might be a number that's important to you, an objective for your business. And so what you would do is every day you would write down the gross profit in your business. Now, a couple things. Again, the number doesn't matter that much. So it doesn't need to be exact. Don't get all weirded out about this. But what happens is when you pick four or five things that are binary that you can count that are important in your business, your little monkey brain does this amazing thing and it actually helps you stay more focused throughout the day on doing things that support those four to five objectives. And it seems natural and it seems easy. And there's a reason for it. We're using a part of our brain called the reticular activating system. But what it basically does is puts it on high alert just for those things that will support us in moving our business forward and tends to help us ignore the rest. This is one of the best strategies ever. If you use it on a daily basis, it will work. And Brian, the cool thing is you can do it in less than five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds, you know, to, to kind of put it in a different perspective, it's it's what I like to call creative visualization. And the way that I achieve it is through actually having a vision board with pictures on it. And I look at that mm-hmm. in five minutes every single day. I try to focus my attention on just that thing and to kind of lay out what it is that I'm trying to achieve, what it is that I envision, you know, those kind of things. So that's one way that I do it. Does that make sense? Yes, it really does. And and this is like a vision board, just using your, your business results to help. Mm-hmm. But but it helps right. focus your brain. So it could be one of one of mine that I track is the size of my email list. And that helps me stay on track and focused on doing those things that will support me to build a bigger email list. It's so simple, but it's incredibly powerful. And most people don't realize how powerful it is till they actually start doing it. Absolutely. So so what are some of the other things that we need to be thinking about aside from focus in our business? Systems. Mm. So I am so all about systems. Now, when I interview people for my program or I'm talking to other experts or JV partners, most of them tend to make this comment, Kathy, you're one of the most organized people I know. And it's not true. It's the appearance of organization. <laughs> it's quite a bit different. But when you have systems in your business, what it allows you to do is, as you've done, Brian, with your podcast series, I'm just so impressed with how long you've been doing it. I mean, you are the poster boy for building a system around something and doing it over and over and over again. Having systems in your business is so important. And I know people have probably heard this before. Mm -hmm. But one of the really important things about having a system is it allows you to create a continuity that not only helps you stay more sane in your business, and I think that's a really great thing, but it allows people who are following you, the people on your email list, people who follow your podcast, to have that level of continuity that they need. You know, we forget how important it is to people to have consistency in their lives. And when we have a system in our business, we're providing that consistency not just to our people and to ourselves, but also to the people who follow us. So that's really important. But the other thing is, is that you more you systematize, the more you can get help. So I do the Business Success Cafe every week. I don't do it all myself. I couldn't possibly. Well, it would consume me. It would be all I would end up doing. So here's the thing I want people to hear. And, and I think this is really a good mantra for small business owners. And that is that if I can't systematize it, should I do it at all? So as you go throughout your day as an entrepreneur, you're looking at strategies that you want to implement or new products that you want to bring online, think about it in terms of that. Can I systematize 
every single component of the strategy, or at least 99%. So ask yourself that. If I can't systematize it, should I even do it? And you'll find often the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So systems, I think, are incredibly important. And I think it's something that, you know, we tend to look at after the fact, after we've set our objectives, set our plans, decided to launch a new product, write a book, whatever it happens to be. And then we go, oh, what systems could I put in place now that I'm overwhelmed? I have too much to do. I'm handling too much of this myself. Does that make sense, Brian, to ask that question? Absolutely. And by the time you ask it, it's almost too late because <laughs> you've already yes. headed down the path. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then you end up trying to back up and shoehorn things into a system, often things that are not systematizable. As entrepreneurs, we have ideas. We have this constant flow of ideas. Mm-hmm. Things we could do, products we could create, marketing strategies we could implement. And that's part of the fun of being an entrepreneur. And I think where a lot of people get bogged down is that it can be a huge amount of work. If you have a system and systems to actually get people to help you, it can be really joyful. But if you can't identify the systems before you get started, it's best not to start them at all. Who wants all that overwhelm and all that extra work? Brian, so many people signed up to be a small business owner because they wanted more money, more freedom, and more flexibility. They end up with a very little of all three. You know, they basically turn what they had as a job into a job inside of their own business. And a a couple of points that you brought up that I think are are huge. Consistency. Um, I always talk about that content is king, but consistency is queen. That's one of the things I do. You know, that's how I was able to publish almost 400 podcasts up to date because I do it every Monday, every Wednesday. I always have a caption contest every single night. I have a quote of the day every single day. I mean, that's part of my system. It's something that I do to stay fresh, current in front of people. And I think no matter what you're doing in business, that it is a micro system, but it's still a system. And there's a, you know, you talk about building your email list. I'm talking about building my sphere of influence with followers. So it's Mm -hmm. the exact same thing. So I, you know, again, I love this portion and I know you've got one more topic that you want to cover. So what's the last piece of this puzzle that we got to think about? (laughs) The last piece. To many small business owners I know, this is a dirty word. Are you ready for it? I Hmm. am. Go for it. Deadlines. Deadlines. Ooh, yes. So if you're the type of person listening who's kind of that don't fence me in, right? Uh, You know, I like my freedom and my flexibility and I just kind of tend to kind of wing it. Uh, Yeah, deadlines could be a dirty word, but let me tell you why. It is so important to implement deadlines everywhere you can and to be really creative about it. And that is because of this whole issue that we have with with staying focused. And it's, it's not because we don't have things to do. We have lots of things to do. It's choosing which ones are most important. So I want to talk a minute about Stephen Covey's four quadrants. If you um, have read any of his work, he talks about how we can take our task list, our to-do list, and divide it into four quadrants. So we've got, you probably help me with this, Brian, we've got the ones that are uh, urgent, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Urgent and important. And then we've got ones that are not urgent and important. And quite honestly, as small business owners, most of our tasks are in this category, They're important, really important to our business, but we don't have a strong sense of urgency about them. So we tend to procrastinate and they tend to keep falling down in our 
in our list. Then we have those that are uh, not urgent, not important, not sure why you'd even be doing those ones. And then we have the ones that are not important, but urgent. Again, not sure why they want anything in the quadrant. So the challenge is, how do we take those things that are really important to the growth of our business, those things we should be doing to move things forward, those phone calls we need to make, the outreach we need to do that seems so complicated and difficult sometimes, and move it from the important and not urgent into the important and urgent. Because those are the things we tend to deal with. Those are the things that get done. Those are the things that get our attention. So we want those really important business things in that particular quadrant. So the trick to doing that is publicly declared deadlines. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're like me, I give myself deadlines all the time. I say, you know, I'll do such and such by Tuesday morning and Tuesday morning comes and Tuesday morning goes <laughs> because it's not a publicly declared deadline. So when you have a publicly declared deadline, you actually get things done. So I'll give you a couple of examples for people listening here as they're probably thinking, well, how do I, how do, I do that? Just about everything you do, Brian, you can create a publicly declared deadline around it so that it becomes urgent. It has a dated deadline. And mm -hmm. this requires some creativity. So an example for me is the Business Success Cafe. It happens every Thursday. I tell people about it. I book the experts. I send an email telling people what's coming up. Guess what? Not only is it important that I do this interview series, but it's urgent that things get done by a particular date and time. And so it doesn't get lost in the I'll get around to it someday pile. Another example might be if you were writing a blog, for example, um, and a lot of people struggle with this because they have good intentions to put content on their blog, but it gets delayed, delayed, delayed because other things are urgent. So by creating a publicly declared deadline, let's say perhaps you email your list and say, I'm going to have a blog article coming up on Tuesday, and this is the topic. You don't have to have it written, but now you've declared it. It's now become urgent that it gets done by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So for so many small business owners, when you can creatively think about, okay, how do I get a publicly declared deadline around this thing that is so important to the growth of my business so that it moves from the important but not urgent quadrant to the important and urgent quadrant? So, so can you think, Brian, about how, how you might have used this or how our listeners can use it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it, you know, again, as I said before with the podcast, I mean, I let everybody know. I think that consistency does that. Number one, if you say that you're going to do something on a regular basis, people expect it. As a matter of fact, here's a perfect example. If I'm at a conference speaking or on vacation or something like that, I don't put up a caption contest. People say, dude, are you okay? You know, it's like they get nervous. It's like, where's Brian? What's yeah. going on? Where's the caption contest? And the other one is, is, you know, which helps a lot, which is kind of outside the scope of what we're talking about, but I think uber important is an accountability partner is mm -hmm. you say that you're going to get things done and they're going to hold you to the fire to make sure that you say you're going to get it done. Because believe me, I've seen a lot of people that say, I need to blog for my business. I need to do this for my business. And then all of a sudden the client calls and it's squirrel, you know, they're down the mm -hmm. different rabbit hole because... I mean, let's face it, email, social media, phone calls, that's somebody else's schedule entering into your world, right? Yep. And as I said, there's no shortage of things to do. That's not the problem. The problem mm -hmm. is we need to move it into the urgent quadrant. And we do that 
by setting a deadline. Let me give you another example. Um, I have some outbound phone calls that, uh, that I've been meaning to make for a while mm -hmm. and they haven't gotten done. And the reason they haven't gotten done is because there isn't an urgent publicly declared deadline around them. So this is where getting creative is really important. So I say to myself, well, what can I do? What can I do such that these get done? And the decision was that I was going to enlist the help of someone who also needs to make these phone calls. And I'm going to make five for her by such and such a date. And she's going to make five for me. It'll get done. Because I've committed to her that it will get done. Now, don't use your friends and families as your accountability partner, okay? They love you. They'll forgive you just about anything. They know how busy you are. They'll buy yep. your BS, your basic story, right, is what <laughs> we call it. And so be careful with that. But get creative. Get some help from a coach. Get publicly declared deadlines around those important things. And you'll be able to say to yourself, Kathy, thank you for the gift of urgency. It's a gift but you've got to implement it strategically into your business. Kathy, I love all of these tips because this is like right to the core of not only everything you've taught me, but everything that I implement all the time. And now I teach that to my audience. I teach that to my clients, my coaching clients, you know, people in my masterminds. I mean, it's so uber important. All three of those things are like spot on. So I'm sure my audience is going to want to learn a little bit more about this kind of stuff. And I know you've got something in place to do that. Can you tell us about it? Yes, I'd really love to invite people to come and join us at the Business Success Cafe. What makes this difference is I call it the perfect coffee break. It's it's a 20-minute educational session once a week with an expert that I've invited to come in and, and teach on something that's important to the growth of the business. Always high quality, always packed with education. So all you need to do is go to, I've created this special little link for Brian. You just need to go to businesssuccess.com forward slash BB. That's the letter, two letter B stands for Bacon Boy or Brian Basilico. Take your pick, businesssuccess.com forward slash BB. I love them both. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. So again, this has been spectacular. I'm sure people are going to want to get to know you better. So what's the best way for them to follow you, get a hold of you or whatever? Well, I think at this point in time, the best way to do that is to take a look at just come and join us on, on Facebook. And the address is facebook.com forward slash business success. I'd love to have people join us over there. Outstanding. And that's a that's a super easy one to remember. So mm -hmm. that should take away some stress from some people, you know, now that yeah, we've stressed yeah. them a lot about all the things they're not getting done, their focus, their systems, all that stuff. So, hey, Kathy, once again, it is such a pleasure to talk to you. I really appreciate you. I know you're busy and I appreciate you coming on and dropping some sizzling hot bacon knowledge bombs on my peeps. And I so look forward to seeing and talking with you again. Thanks so much. Thank you, Brian. Take good care now. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for today's Bacon Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something today. If you did, please go to iTunes and give us a review. We appreciate all your feedback and comments. If you have any questions, go to www.baconpodcast.com forward slash questions, and we'll make sure we get those answered for you. Till next time, keep sizzling.